New York City bodegas are forced to padlock their laundry detergent as shoplifting scourge hits a new low. <laughs> Which, this is so crazy that these places have to actually do this. Let's see. So they're joining the chain gang. Desperate Bronx grocers are cracking down on serial thieves by slipping steel chains through the handles of laundry detergent bottles and securing them with padlocks, a new low in the shoplifting scourge across the Big Apple. I put the detergent in jail, lamented Jose Dario Calado, owner of Yankee Food Deli in University Heights, which began locking up $27.99 bottles of Tide, which, by the way, like... (coughs) That is an expensive bottle of Tide, just saying. And $12.99 containers of Dreft, because thieves were cleaning up to the tune of at least $1,000 a month in detergent alone. Like, that is pretty crazy. And, like, that's just detergent, right? So what else could be getting stolen? Like, it's going to get, like, it'll add up. And a lot of people who operate their businesses in New York City, they don't own, like, the buildings, right? So they're paying a disgusting amount of rent every single month just so that they could operate their small business. And when you have people stealing thousands and thousands of dollars from their stores, like, they might not even be able to afford the rent because of that. Like, that's a very scary situation. Before the pandemic, New York was the best. Well, personally, I don't know about that. Now, I don't know what happened to the people, huffed Kilado. Four miles away at Pamela's Green Deli and Crotana Park East, the tide has also turned. Near the back of the store, $21.99 bottles of gain and $6.99 bottles of air detergents are secured with a yellow chain in tough stuff padlocks. Like, this is kind of crazy, right? Because you got to think about it. They're not only just locking it up, they're putting it into the back of the store because they know there's a high likelihood of people trying to steal it, which, again, is pretty crazy that people are willing to steal detergent. Out of all things, people are stealing detergent to such a degree that they gotta lock it up. And what's crazy, I don't even know if this is necessarily all over New York, because it could just be in some sections of New York City. And the reason why I say that, because like, if you ever go to like different like Walmarts, for example, in different areas, you'll see very big differences, right? So for example, if you live in more of like a rural area and you got like a Walmart, there's probably like no security pretty much. People don't even bother checking your receipts and whatnot. You just literally walk in, walk out, like no one really cares, right? If you go into more of a suburb, maybe you might have like security kind of like around the area, but not really. Maybe you might have someone check your receipt, but that's not really a guarantee. And then there's some Walmarts in some areas where they have police lights, two to three police cars. They put the bathrooms all the way to the back 
so people can't go in there and like steal stuff and whatnot. And they have like little like barriers that you can't just like walk out willy nilly, which is crazy. And also they have like two people checking your receipts. So I don't know necessarily if this theft situation is literally every single place in New York City, but it might be. Or it just might be like in very specific sections of New York City that are not doing so well financially. Like the people are not doing so well financially or the culture might just be different. It makes people know that you're aware that they're stealing, so they're going to stop, said Fernando Rodriguez, the 49-year-old deli owner who paid $15 for the new security measure. Well, here's the thing, right? If they pay 15 bucks just for, like, this lock and whatnot, just to, like, as, like, a prevention measure, this could potentially save them thousands of dollars a month, so it would actually be a pretty good return, Right? Like, them just not losing that amount of money would make spending 15 bucks on this worth the risk, right? Let's see, we got to confront those guys, and sometimes we're even scared, he added. Sometimes they're coming armed when we don't know. The lock and change strategy has hatched by the United Bodegas of America in the wake of spiking thefts, explained Fernando Matillo, the organization's president. So bodegas like Pamela's Green Deli are locking up detergent to prevent thieves from stealing the pricey merchandise. Now here's also another thing too, right? You could even see, like just right outside this bodega on their icebox, you literally have gang graffiti on there, right? So it's not, this is probably not in the greatest financial area in New York City, obviously. So culturally, economically, it's going to be worse. But it's sad. Like, this is the thing that I never really understood about criminals who do this. Why would you go after your own community stores, right? Why wouldn't you go to, like, another section of the city and do that? Right, because you're basically making your own lifestyle worse by attacking the businesses in your area that you interact with. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me, like at all. The justice system is not cooperating and is getting to a point where you either have to padlock every item that has to be stolen or you have to fight back, said Matteo, and if you fight back back, you take the risk of going to jail for protecting your property. Do you realize how stupid this is that they're forced to have to deal with that? Like, they don't just have to worry about losing thousands of dollars to the point where they may not even be able to pay their rent or pay their employees. They have to worry about, oh no, if I defend my establishment, if I defend my business, if I defend myself, I might go to jail and basically lose everything. Like, that is crazy to me. Like, New York City is such a bad area when they allow stuff like this to continue. Like, you can't 
keep allowing businesses to basically be beaten all over the place. Like, if businesses do not exist in these areas, what's going to happen to the area? That area is just going to go crazy. Like, even crazier than it is now. Like, there's going to be no structure, no nothing. There's not going to be any services for anyone. It's just going to be an area that there's going to be basically lawlessness all over the place. People losing their lives. No one making really any money. It's like, it's going to be bad. So the city's shoplifting crisis is showing no signs of abating with petite larceny or thefts of less than $1,000 up 14% this year through January 15th compared to the same time period in 2022, according to NYPD data. Residents stunned by the latest security inconvenience said the neighbors' junkie hordes were mostly to blame, as is the city's revolving door justice system. And, like, basically, for people who don't know why they call it the revolving door justice system, it's basically like, say they were to arrest someone who did, you know, rob someplace. They'll go into jail and then basically get, like, immediately released, right? So someone can literally, which this has happened, someone can literally be, like, arrested seven times back-to-back in one month and be released and still be stealing, Right? Like, that's how crazy the justice system is in New York City right now. (sighs) Crazy. We live in a neighborhood where it's a lot of drug addicts, said Tyliki Myos, 41, adding that thieves quickly flip the high-priced staples at a discount. The police can't do anything to help, griped Manuel San Miguel, 61, alluding to the state's 2019 controversial bail reform law that bans judges from setting bails in cases involving non-violent felonies and misdemeanors such as shoplifting. And a group representing 4,000 independent grocers is demanding that repeat theft offenders be made bail eligible on doing part of the bail reform legislation and addressing the fact that petty thieves tend not to be prosecuted. They know they could steal at less than $1,000, and they know they'll get away, cried cried Rodriguez. The bill has to be changed. They've got to punish these people. Like, here's the thing, right? If you are potentially, like, a drug addict, or if you're just someone who's, like, living on the streets or doesn't have, like, an actual job or whatever, and you want to make money, why wouldn't you? go do something like this, right? If you're living on the streets, if you don't have, like, an actual job, right, or if you don't got, like, a business or anything, what would just stop, like, what would stop you from going into a store that doesn't have things chained up, steal right under a $1,000 worth of goods, and then walk out, and then resell those items for probably, like, half price, so, like, you'll get 500 bucks back, like in like cash, code hard cash, why wouldn't you do that potentially every single day, right, because now you probably won't do this every single day, but let's just say that you have a drug habit, and you spend hundreds of dollars every single day, so you have to do this every single day to get your fix, right, so what, profit of $500 a day times 365 days, right, 
you could easily be making, well not easily, but you could be making $182,500 a year in cold hard cash to like pay for your fix, pay for whatever sort of illicit lifestyle that you're living without much issues because you know that if you even if you do get caught multiple times, you're just going to be back on the street basically the next day or the same day. Like, <laughs> just think about that. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, if you were in a situation where you're kind of already not living, like, a normal life, per se, or a legal-abiding life, why wouldn't you go and do something like this? Because you're basically incentivized to go and do it. You're basically given almost, like, a golden, like, ticket out of jail if you do this. Because you know you're going to get out. Like, it's just crazy to me. Let's see some of these comments. Same in Oakland, California. Bars of hand soap are locked up. This city has some of the cleanest thieves in the country. How sad. I don't blame the store owners for this. Pretty soon people will have to line up at the door, hand a store worker a list of items they want to buy, and their money or credit card, then wait for the stuff to be brought out. The thing is, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it does actually get to that point in some of these stores. And they'd probably be willing to do it because they know that they would actually, at the very least, not lose thousands of dollars every month. No lines required with a pickup option. Customers can place orders online in advance of the credit card and have their order brought to their vehicle. Better yet, their purchases can be delivered to their home if they don't mind the extra cost plus tip. And too late, it's already happening in some stores today. Oof. They're trying to run a business and provide services for the law-abiding citizens that live there. However, these criminals, along with a do-nothing, liberal-approved legal system, make it hard for everyone. Good idea for everyone to remember that next time they head to the ballot box. Let's see. You want to know what they're doing with the detergent? Check eBay. <laughs> Which is basically what they're doing. They're either doing it on eBay or they're just selling it back to like their communities at a much cheaper price. What loan shoplifting? The Walgreens across the street from me doesn't report the theft anymore to police because by the time they get there, the crook is gone, so the store just doesn't restock the shelves anymore. This is why there's a low in shoplifting. There's nothing left to steal in the stores. Meanwhile, who suffers? Folks, when your politicians want New York City to become a third world country, so their corruption can go unchecked. Interesting. So, early Dyson says, please stop referring all these thefts as like in a third world country. We in the so-called third world don't behave like this. At least we do it like in a break-ins. These here still have shame not to do it brazenly. If someone got caught doing theft, there's usually a mob to give him instant karma until the police comes. Now, here's the thing. 
I would probably have to agree with this just because I have seen multiple videos of people who were caught stealing red-handed in some of these third world countries and what happens to those thieves I can't even say on like this episode right like YouTube podcast whatever like it just it it wouldn't be good to say like what happens to these thieves that get caught by this basically instant karma mob justice is insane and a lot of them actually lose their lives like it's crazy so yeah I would actually believe that I think in terms of like just like petty crimes the United States is starting to get pretty bad It's hard enough for big businesses to, to survive all this shoplifting, but small businesses don't stand a chance. Democrat policies and laws are ruining lives and businesses while protecting criminals and encouraging crime. <laughs> One thing you never will have to padlock is work applications. <laughs> or belts. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, probably a lot of the people who are actually stealing... Or doing these petty crimes probably have their pants a little bit lower. This is why these neighborhoods can't have nice things. When the law is not enforced, then there's no law and no order. Like this is the thing, like this is the thing that makes me sad about this, right? Is like you're quite literally destroying your own neighborhood by doing stuff like this. Like, it does not make sense to do this, at the very least, in your own neighborhood. Because then, the type of stores that are going to be there are not good stores. <laughs> like, nothing's going to be really safe anymore. The quality of the stuff is going to suck, right? It'd be disgusting all over the place. Like, your quality of life will just dramatically go worse and worse and worse as time goes on when you keep doing this in your own neighborhood. Let's see. I wanted to see new billboards at all bridge and tunnel entrances. Welcome to New York, where criminals go free, but detergent gets locked up. None of the Walmarts here in Arkansas have this problem. Like, this is the thing, right? Like, a lot of states are not necessarily dealing with this issue. A lot of communities are not really dealing with this issue. A lot of counties are not dealing with this issue, right? A lot of cities might be dealing with this issue because a lot of cities might be a little bit more left-leaning, so their laws are going to be a little bit more lax on criminals. So it's just going to be interesting. And here's the thing. Right. If it's also so bad in these areas, a lot of these like small businesses like these bodegas are not just going to be like losing money because of the 
the stealing, they're also going to be losing money because people are just going to eventually start buying every single thing from like Amazon or Walmart online, right? It's, this just ruins so many small businesses. The real crime is a $30 bottle of detergent. <laughs> hmm. They don't need chains on products when a pit bull at the doorway would suffice. That is incorrect because guess what would probably happen? They would probably have this pit bull and then one, someone would either try to steal the pit bull because that's happened before and Two, if that pit bull were to do something, basically defending the store from thieves or robbers or whatever, well, now the owner is now liable for what the pit bull did, which is a sad situation. It's just like, oh wow, like as the like if you're a business owner in New York City, like if you're a small business owner in New York City that are selling goods or like perishables or like items that people basically need on a daily or weekly basis. You're pretty much screwed, right? Like, in my mind, you either have to change your business or move out of where you're at. Because I don't really see a future for people operating their businesses in a place like New York City if they're having like a bodega or something like that. Because it's just, it will get to the point where financially speaking, it makes zero sense to continue operating their business in these areas like that's the sad reality and people need to understand that 